Welcome to Behind the Artist, where we dive deep into the backstories of artists from all walks of life. Today's episode features my YouTube show, The Dancers Roundtable. I have two amazing guests on, Graham and Johnny. They're both phenomenal dancers that work with some of the best artists in the world. And beyond their resume, they're genuine people. We take on a topic of what it's like being a male dancer. Let's get into the episode. Johnny, how did you get into dance? Um... I know it's so cliche to say, but I've just always like gravitated to it. I mean, it did. Like, I watched music videos, I would try to copy. And then my mom, she would always have me like, you better go out there and dance, you better go like the butterfly, the Wonder Man, like, yeah. <laughs> TLC, you know, like the creep and all that stuff. So it kind of just like grew with me over time. And as I got older, I kind of like had it in my back pocket and it took it more seriously. Mm, so you're from LA, right? I'm from LA. I'm born in San Pedro, grew up in Long Beach, Carson, like most of the South Bay, but been all over. So. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Um, I would probably say so. When I started, I always played sports. Oh, really? I was raised by my dad mainly, mm-hmm. so I always played sports. I grew up in a house with all guys, and I started boxing when I was three. Then football, basketball, track, soccer, and then um. One year when I was about 10, it was football season, and I remember telling my dad, like, for once my dad asked me if I wanted to play. And I was like, I don't think I want to play. <laughs> and I remember that, that Christmas, my dad had bought me Janet Jackson Design of a Decade on VHS. Oh, okay, right. On VHS. Um, and it had all of her videos up until that time. And I was just like, oh my God. I was like trying to learn the choreography, everything. And I think after that, um, it kind of just sparked something in me and just went for it. So, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where like uh, Johnny's family, where my parents were always like, oh yeah, do a dance, do your dance. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, at family gatherings, yeah. like at Christmas, my father would be like, nah, y'all gotta perform for your presents. And he would make me like, and, like but that, that was exciting for me because yeah. I would like be the one that's choreographing everything. Yeah. Like, all right, you know, my brother is getting them to look good and look like something. So it was cool. So it was a natural thing. It was yes. something that was always kind of like just in you. Yeah. yeah. And two, uh, play sports as well. It's crazy, like, yeah. Yeah, it's. I think it's crazy. It's always very interesting how the discipline of sports makes it easier to go into dance. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, I definitely think it made it easier from still being active. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have your? Is your family supportive of your career? Yes. Very. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Very. Very. Kind of. Do you feel like you have to present yourself in a certain way? Masculine or feminine? Like, do you to book more jobs? I definitely do. Um, I feel like, you know, like Johnny, I grew up in the same, um, kind of the same generation where it was like, you had to be in a, one, it was like you just had to be in, being a black male, you had to be in a box. You were muscular and you were masculine. Right. Right? That was right. it. Then they started, I think in the 2000s, they started gravitating more towards, okay, then you, one of the girls, you know, I think Beyonce, I think Beyonce definitely started that, where Beyonce and Jenna Jackson, Jenna Jackson first, but definitely Beyonce, like, piggybacked on it, but to a point where it was like, okay, you can be one of the girls, you can be, like, you know, 
you can be Butch Queen. You can be like, not even Butch Queen, but like, you know, the yeah. girls who heals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with that, and that was wonderful, yeah. but then it became like, you had to be this extreme or this extreme. Right. And then what happens to the boys in the middle? Mm-hmm. So it's like, no, you have to pick a side. Either you're going to slim down and you're going to fem it up, yeah. or you are going to get in the gym and you're going to, you know, butch it up. Right. So I think, um, now, I will honestly say that I think Lil Nas X, because I think Lil Nas X was the first person to really put like the in-betweens in there, where I felt like I saw who I naturally was mm-hmm. on the video. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Talk about Lil Nas X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, working with him. He's the best. Yeah. I love him. Like He's like a little brother. He's, he's so down-to-earth, number one. It doesn't feel like this separation. You know, we've been on jobs where the artist is like, you know, right. he's so just like, he knows himself and so sure about who he is and he allows the people around him to be that as well. And it's a beautiful thing. And I think that's why representation matters so much because being so present in who he is as a queer black man, um, he's setting the tone for and making history, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it feels good to be a part of that. Yes. So it's really, really special. Yeah, you really are a part of history. That industry yeah. baby. That industry baby, she changed the game. She yeah. changed the game. It's one of those things where, like, you know, um, where you look at, like, big Janet Jackson, like, Rhythm Nations and stuff like that, where people who were like, I was a part of that. And people are yeah. still talking about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, that's yeah. definitely one of those things. It's the first of his kind. Yeah. Really. So, and to be black, you know? Yes. Prior to him, we didn't have, we didn't see that. I mean, you can say like, oh my God, I like love Prince or Madonna, right. just those like shock factor mm-hmm. artists that right. really just was out there and, and in the vibe of who they were and just didn't Yeah, and made people right. uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, it's a thing, you have, have, in order for things to <clears throat> progress, you have to make people uncomfortable. Have yes. that of our own, like he from Atlanta, he from the hood. Mm-hmm. And so he knows, and I think that's a whole different story too as well. It's like not just being gay or queer or whatever, but like being from the hood and transitioning tr- through that stuff yes. alone is the thing. Being and being proud of it and being out there yeah, and not like, like, sugar Yes, yeah. 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 Like still being, like, still being accepted by your family and yeah. living in your truth. It, it makes things so, you don't realize it makes things so much easier for you to just be when you don't have that weight of what you feel like who you naturally are yeah. is wrong. Yeah. You're just allowed to just be, like, yes. and especially from the people that created you, your That's parents, right. and your family. Yeah. Um, that's there's such a such a big, huge weight that you can just allow yourself to just exist. Yeah. Well, I'm curious. There is a little bit of rumor in the industry that some guys are pretending to be straight to book more jobs. Do you guys feel like more masculine guys book more jobs? Um, I would have I would have agreed agreed with this probably about like five ten years ago, and I would have said yes. Okay. In today's day and age, I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna be like I will honestly say that it depends on what kind of dancer you are. If your mm-hmm. dancing style leans more towards masculine, mm-hmm. yeah, you can be masculine. I feel like I have learned that certain people don't publicly put their relationships mm-hmm. on social media because they naturally dance masculine which 
they're going to naturally get jobs that want masculine boys. Mm-hmm. And I kind of get that, you know, especially in our industry because uh, your resume is your social media at this right. point. Um, I understand that, but I don't. I wouldn't say that they're playing straight. I think it's just, you know, it's all a game. Yeah. As much as you, as much as we hate it, yeah. as much as we. As much as we hate it and as much as we go against it, it really is just all it Because is. even Beyonce, she says it's not about her personal life. Like, mm-hmm. this is just what I do. This is my career. It's not, yeah. she, she's not like out there publicly, mm-hmm. but more her personal life. So, yeah. I feel like it's I feel like your sexuality shouldn't matter, to be honest. Like, this is my work, this is my job, if I put the part, I put the part. Exactly. You know, I mean, we, we work in such a vain industry where, and we act, we, we do different things, we're, we're doing the art within the art as well, yeah. so it's mm-hmm. just like, I don't know, we're playing some role, whether it's straight, whether it's gay, that's just the requirement. I agree. Um, yeah, I, I, I would agree that, like, five years ago that that was the case, but... No, yeah. not that it's yeah. kind of okay, we have a little bit more representation, binary, like trans, yeah. And I yeah. and I've seen people. I've seen like as a matter of fact, uh, one of my favorite dancers. I say it's like my big sis, uh, Darrell Bullock. He can do both and has done both. Yeah, <laughs> like he will right. give you yeah. film yeah. down yeah. and then we'll butch it up and then yes. and I always I love that so much about him because that just makes you ready for anything. Right. Yeah, you just sort of like I can do this and I can do that. Mm-hmm. I think that. People tend to try to box you though. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because they may, may be confused about what it is you can really do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, like, we're human beings, we're capable of so much more than just being like this one dimensional. Like, like, there's so many layers to who we are, so why can't we be everything? Exactly. But, um, yeah, the industry will definitely try to box you and pressure you into being like, no, you just this. Or, yeah. Like, yeah. Like this. So I'm curious, when you dance in heels, mm-hmm. how's that feel? Like, how do you feel like? What does that feel like? What made you want to dance in heels? And is that owning something? Is that? I feel like it's liberating for me because I feel like just as masculine as I can be, like my femininity is just as strong as well. I think there's something very powerful about it. Femininity can be looked at as like submissive or soft, and I I think it's quite the opposite. Yes. Yeah. You know, once you hone in on it, and and. It's also an ode to the many women who have come in my life who've inspired me, like not just my family, but my friends as well. It's like I think about them when I'm in those hills or when I'm trying to exude or channel this feminine energy that I have. So it always comes from that for me. I don't know about anybody else, but and it always adds to the art. I, and I, I'm someone who doesn't like to limit myself mm-hmm. artistically and, and be put in that box. Yeah. Uh, I just like to lend my vessel to whatever is needed and required at that time. Because I don't care if I'm a boy, a girl, the hair, the water, the dirt, the <laughs> like rat, cat, that like, what do you need me yeah. to do to look me? <laughs> what do you need me to do? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's right. Exactly. It's I'm, about the vision. And I, the agree. Part, I agree. I agree. I agree. But it has to make sense. Yes. Yeah. So whatever I have to be, then, you know, that's just what it is. And I, I got over the, oh, like, what about your family or whatever they think, like, or like being embarrassed to look a certain way. But that takes that does the first time that you put on those heels. It does take some type of courage to do that the first time. Like, so what was that feeling like? Was it? Did you think about that judgment? Did you think about all that? I I did, but I feel like I, it was my like circle of friends who made me feel so welcome. 
moonlighting being so open and we were so vulnerable with each other. Like, we, I would watch Jante and it was so inspiring. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's like, you know, because he was the first of the first. Yeah, he, he was. was like, Listen, you know, the, the, the first. Okay. Like, like me and my friends would watch for hours, and and I think um, having this separate life of like adapting to heterosexual, but then being like sneaking and watching Vogue battles of Leomi on YouTube for hours and hours and hours, and just absorbing all this information. And I'm like, okay, well, this is how you do it, and like. I've always wanted to study who was the best of the best, yes. or who had this presence yeah. that I could like maybe pull some inspiration from. So it helped me build a lot of confidence, mm-hmm. which helped the courage to be present in that and be like, well, I don't care. Like, I'm just gonna be who I am. Mm-hmm. You know. So. So I'm curious. Do you guys prefer doing for male artists or female artists? Whoever pays. <laughs> I cannot sit back and say that I have a preference um, just because there are female artists that want really masculine men and female artists that want really feminine men and vice versa. Um, Only when pride comes around. That part? Okay, <laughs> everyone, hey, everyone jumps on the bandwagon, right? Everyone jumps on the bandwagon. <laughs> uh, um, I can't, yeah, I really can't say because like, one of my greatest experiences of dancing, um, dancing and was this year dancing on the Super Bowl and that was with a man. Mm-hmm. Trick, so mm-hmm. you know, I can't sit back and say, but I've had many great experiences with dancing with women. Right. So right. Yeah, let's talk about that. How was the experience? Oh. Super Bowl. Phenomenal. The second yeah. part. Let's talk about you did too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, that was a great experience. You know, it's actually very funny. I almost didn't book the second one. <laughs> and that was the one I was most <laughs> sorry. But it each happened, that's like yeah. a crazy story happened. So. Yeah, so um funny thing. <laughs> you know, uh we got after doing Day in Vegas with Kendrick, then we got a private call. All the people got a private call because apparently they'd already booked the Kendrick guys. So they, we got a private call. Did the private call, got put on hold for it. Then when everyone else got their booking emails that they were officially booked, I got told I got released. I when I tell you I went home and I like cried and cried and cried because I was like, no, this is gonna be good. I don't understand. I just worked with them. Like there's no reason why. And you know what's so funny? And this is um I just randomly, because I always usually try to leave a good impression, so the guy dubs, I was like, let me just send him a message, because he was the one who, uh, he's seen the Sisman, and he was the one who ran the audition. I was like, let me send him a message saying thank you, and I really would love to work with him. Sent him that message, it's like, yo, you know, you may not remember me, but, you know, I just auditioned for Kendrick, um, thank you so much for the experience, and I really would love to work with you one day. Probably like a day later, I get a message back. He was like, yo, you're Kyle Seeley, right? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, you're with MSA? I was like, yeah. And he was like, did you get a booking email? I was like, no, I actually got released. He was like, I'm clearing that up right now. It was a big mistake. And I was like, big mistake. Super Bowl. Right. I was like, what? Right. Because like, I was like, let me just cry. I was like, the day of Super Bowl, I'm just going to cut my social media off. I don't want to see it. Like, I was just like, you know, I was happy for everybody. But I was like, that's something that 
I really would have loved, and I did Super Bowl the year before, but it was like, there's something so special about this one. Yeah. And I was like, I really feel like I really want to be a part of like an iconic moment. Yeah. I'm Kendrick too, though. He's exactly. Yeah, these are artists that, you know, uh, we grew up listening right. to, you know? So, um, I was very much like, all right, I, like, so after that, I was like, okay, all right. So nothing happened. That was on a Thursday. Sunday, uh, my agency, MSA, finally hit me back. And they were like, they want to know you. Uh, they were like, here we go again. They want to know uh, your availability for these dates. I was like, I'm free. <laughs> I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. If there's anything, it's nothing anymore. I'm free. Yeah. Um, so that, that happened Sunday afternoon. Monday, crickets. Tuesday, crickets. First rehearsal is on a Thursday. Oh God. Wednesday night. I mean Wednesday. Wednesday afternoon. I'm going to another audition. And I was just like, Oh my God. Like I'm still thinking about this. It's like, Tell me. Just tell me. Just tell me. And they were like, We said, I heard anything. Blah blah blah. 7 p.m. on Wednesday night. I get like the dancers' call sheet for all the dancers for a Super Bowl, and I was like. So I sent it to my uh, agent. I was like, hey, I still got the dance call. Does that mean I'm officially doing it? Mm. And he was like, yeah, that means you just show up. Just show up. Just show up. Just show up. All that info, right. Like, I honestly, it wasn't until we find, I would probably say, because you never know, I'd probably say, it probably wasn't until, like, we were on the stage. Mm. We were on this, we were at SoFi, we were rehearsing, yeah. and I'm seeing everything happen. I was like, Okay, I guess I'm officially gonna be here. <laughs> right, right, I'm dressed, I've got my hair blonde. I guess I'm officially gonna be here. So, yeah. It's wonderful. It's like, a day of being like, okay, I got the job. Right? Yeah. You don't yeah. Know. Especially with that one because it was so much back and forth. Yeah. Like, oh, I think I got the job. I think I got the job. Yeah. Oh, actually, uh, everyone else is getting booked. I'm like, all my friends were getting, like, yeah. getting the, like the confirmation. Yeah, the confirmation, the confirmation. And I got released. Yeah. I was like, what yeah. in the world? <laughs> so it also goes to show you that communication goes along. Like, yeah. No. no. Never reached out and just, you know, sent your sentiments. Exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. You know, so yeah. Yeah. You know and I, I thank him so much till this mm-hmm. I thank him so much to this day yeah. for that. You know, I, um, yeah. <laughs> What's your, is this your prowess moment of like career wise? Um. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really, I really have to think about it because I like things where you know my family back home. Because um, I don't have any family in LA, so like the things that my family—it's not like something like oh I can perform here and then my family can like just come right. or whatever. So like my family is all the way. My parents are in DC, between DC and New York. Like, and it's always great when I'm doing something on that major level because. That's something that they can see. Like, you know, my dad was like, oh, I'm be there, I'm watching you, I'm watching my sister had a whole like Super Bowl party. Just I was like, oh my God. So yeah, like, you know, I think that was probably my um I would say like my proudest moment as far as that. I think it doesn't get any bigger than Super Bowl. Like Super Bowl is like Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much done yeah. all the jobs. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What's your proudest career moment? 
my proudest career moment is when I first toured in 2016 because I had never went overseas and mm-hmm. like went out the country and did all that. So, and then I want to say after that was the past two years because I've worked so much, mm-hmm. like more than I've ever had in my career. And yeah, I've been seeing you. <laughs> <laughs> Just been seeing you. I'm seeing you. They're clapping. Clapping from the call. BT's twice, the BMAs twice. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, the Grammys as well. And the crazy thing about it, like back to back to back, it's yeah. like, whoa. Like, and I will say this, you actually have a lot of things that I still am in my head. I'm like, I, I, haven't, done, I haven't done BMAs, I haven't done Grammys, I haven't done AMAs. Like, those are all things that I still just let you know as much as. We do things, mm-hmm. you know. It's, people always think like grass is always look greener, but it's like there's so many things that yeah. you've done that I'm like, no, actually, I would love to do that. Let's put it on the table. Let's do it. You gonna do a Super Bowl? You gonna do a Super Bowl? And I'm like, <laughs> but there's also jobs that like aren't on that level visibly yeah. that are amazing as well. Right? Yeah. You know, like. I can't think of anything off the top of my brain right now, but like I've, I've worked so many amazing jobs, and I think sometimes we get stuck in the who's on my resume, who am yeah. I working for? Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just experience the luxury of being a dancer and like being in the stadiums and yeah. like, going overseas yeah. and traveling and doing that. Like, and, and just going yeah, overseas, overseas are consumed by. Yeah, I think going overseas was a big one. So like you know, I ended up working with. Um, Travis Payne in 20, actually I got the job in 2016. Mm-hmm. And then my first time going out of the country was to Tokyo to do a show yes. in 2017. And these were like packed shows, like these are like big artists in like that country. Mm-hmm. And I think like that was such a wonderful and just like a life changing moment of saying like, oh wow, like, you know, this is, this is very monumental. Like, you know, I'm outside of my comfort zone. I'm in a place that I don't speak the native language. Mm-hmm. You know, it just broadens your horizons and broadens your perspective. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wow. So, how long have you been in the industry? So, we talk about like all these amazing things, but we're also talking about the journey to get there. Right. People always see like you know the successes. You're like, oh well, they just. There are still days I'll be like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And so what behind the ears, I think as a young dancer and yeah. trying to navigate the industry is so like blindsiding when you yeah. have to learn the business aspect. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, oh, I just want to dance, and this is what I love to do. But yeah. it's like, no, baby, like, there's, so many, there's so many things you got to learn. Yeah. You learn what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, yeah, and shout out to the actual dance teachers that teach you that because yeah. that helped me a lot. Actual dance teachers that teach you, they're not just teaching you steps, but they teach you things about the industry. Yeah. That, you know, you now you don't feel like just lost in the sauce and trying to figure it out. No. Who are those teachers shopping them out right now? Oh wow. <laughs> just, um, I would definitely say Rhapsody James. Rhapsody yeah, James, she's a great teacher. Um, you know, my older brother Darrell Bullock. Darrell, yes. Um, I have a teacher, uh, Jared Grimes, back in New York. He uh, he does mainly like he taught me a lot about the industry. Um, I think those are like my main people. And then um, I'm so glad you actually said people yeah. I who I think are great teachers. <laughs> Please oh, don't, don't say the name. <laughs> <laughs> 
But no, those aren't, those who I can see, yeah. can, uh, like, teach, like, actually teachers, like, there's so many people that yeah. like, teach now, but they don't actually teach shit. Like, yeah. It's just not, you know. Yeah. It teaches the work. Yeah. yeah. It teaches that work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you, and can share. Shout out to those teachers who share. Yes. 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 That part. Absolutely. They're not afraid for you to grow and maybe, you know, because I feel like a lot of teachers are kind of, they don't want to teach you too much. Yes, because they feel like you're going to let you take the jobs. Yeah. So, yeah. It's competitive. But it is, it shouldn't always, and that's what bothers me. It shouldn't yes. always have to be that because, like, you know, I'm very much the type of person, you know, I clap for, if I know you, I work yeah, with you, if yes. I know you are a wonderful dancer, and I've seen in multiple instances that you are a great dancer, and you are even more a great human being, I am always going to clap when you win. Yeah. Always going to clap with me when you win. So, for it to feel like, oh, well, you're trying to take my job, or, I mean, I just, like, I get it, there's, like, I get it, this is a very competitive industry, but... Honestly, if somebody got a job over you, it wasn't meant for you. Yeah. Yeah. Period. I don't get it. It just was not meant for you. Yeah. Like, you know, something is... It to be shady motherfuckers trying to hog the jobs. Then we have this conversation, yeah. too. <laughs> it's just about, like, having good work ethic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like... I agree. Nobody's teaching that at all. Because yeah. right. a lot of times that talent don't match that attitude. That attitude oh. would be so bad. I've yeah. seen people so, so many, so talented, so ridiculously yeah. talented, and... They probably work like two or three big major jobs and you never hear about them again. And they end up like moving back somewhere or, you know, like this industry, if you allow it to, will, you know, eat you up and spit you out. Yeah, and I've absolutely. seen it so many, even like from the time I moved here, I moved here in 2016, all the way until now, so many turnovers, so turnovers people just moving away, yeah. coming, and people, yeah. new people coming in, new people moving away, new yeah. people coming in, yeah. just getting... And then people will come in and book these big jobs and then they'll just, or like a big tour, never having to be on a tour and then, you know. Mm -hmm. But there's so much that goes into, there's so much sacrifice that goes into it because mm -hmm. the seasons is up and down. Yeah. You can have a really great season, the next season you yeah, yeah, drop. Yeah, because it's sometimes like it's, a lot of times it's about look. It's like yeah. maybe your look is yeah. in this season. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you know, your look's that and they want, mm -hmm. you know. Um, something I've been kind of, dealing with lately it's like oh well you know they want really young and fresh face yeah. and I'm like listen I'm, like, yeah, I'm young but like I know like I'm not like oh can play in high school yeah right, no. right. and I'm okay with that like I'm very very fine with that. I just got my first dad role <laughs> the dad right you're like oh really <laughs> I'm but no um, I actually got put on hold for a commercial for dad, but it was early dad. It was like, oh, like yeah. dad to like the newborn, it was like yeah. LGBT yeah. couple, dad to like a newborn baby. I was like, I could do that. Yeah. I could do that. Right. Newborn, sure. Cut the check. Right, 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 right. Cut the check. And the residuals. Where are those jobs now? They're extinct. They're extinct. Yeah, they are extinct, you know. That's baby. That was yeah. that residual money. You you could sit cute, okay? Sit cute for two years. You feel like there's pressure to keep up with the industry's bystanders as a man. You know, collapse like, and I know for me myself, I've always kind of felt I'd love to work out, but mm -hmm. I definitely felt a little bit of a pressure to keep a certain body type. Yeah. Do you guys feel that? Mm -hmm. 
Um, absolutely. I will say, because I know everybody's probably going to look people like, oh, well, you're probably living. Like, people say that because I do that have naturally, like, slim, very toned, like, I would say a constant dancer about it. But my issue was always I wasn't skinny enough to be, like, oh, super, super, like, you know, to appear, like, super femme. Like how most people would see like normal like femme guys, but then I wasn't big enough to be like, oh, I'm a body boy. So it was just like that fine line in between where I had to. And for so long, I was trying to gain weight. I was like, yeah, I'm not like I'm not eating. I'm not like stuffing myself. I'm not doing all that. Um, it took me a really long time to finally be okay with my body and just be like when I was like when I sculpt my body, like I sculpt my body based on what I want my body to look like, yes. as opposed to what I feel like my body is, what body is going to get me jobs. Right. So, um, um, you know, I said, you're going to get what you're going to get. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm not about to be shooting up steroids and doing no oh, that, That's a thing though, that's a real thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't live in a climate where like, Women even like BB. I was like, you know, no, no. prosthetic surgery is such a thing. Guys get it too. Guys, listen, they got the girl. <laughs> listen, it's not just the girls yeah, that you know. You know, guys are really taking especially it out in LA. Like, yeah, um, I, I, I'm off and on. I, I try yeah. not to get too much in my head about it because it's a different type of pressure. I'm like, I don't need yeah. that type of weight being put on myself. So like, sometimes yeah. if I feel like working. Yeah. But have you always been like this though? Have you always felt this way? Was this like a gradual um, situation? I've always felt like I did need to be bigger because like my family would be like, you're so skinny, you're so skinny, you're so skinny. I would hear this all the time. I'm like, well, bitch, I eat. Like, right. I, just, I eat that. I, I just have the body that I have, you know? Yeah. Like, These say, are just my sizes. Do I say y'all big? These are just my sizes. Because yeah. like, baby, when I come home, I'll be like, Ooh. So I just went to try to, but I have a weird appetite. Like, it's crazy because, like, the more I dance, the more I neglect. But when mm-hmm. I'm not. I can I yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 like that. Yeah. My body is just being so, itself. But yeah. yeah, like like for instance, like so my boyfriend's a chef. Mm. So I'm like, I'm not about to like stop eating or stop doing anything. Like it's like because I'm very much even like how I am in restaurants, like I'm not, oh uh, can you make this this? Can you make it? No, give it ex- exactly as it is. Give me all the fixings. <laughs> Listen, like, give me extra. Yeah. And so I, I mean I'm just a firm believer in now I will say I have the privilege because I have a very naturally high metabolism. Mm-hmm. But I'm not about to ruin my happiness. Cause I love food. I like to eat. <laughs> I'm not about to ruin my happiness for the sake of that. But I am going to say this. I'm not saying like I am still pro work done. If you if there's something that you truly do not like about yourself and you want to change it and you can change it, change it. If you got the coins to change it, change it. I know. I like I fully fully promote that. It's just not my narrative. Yeah. What would you say to a young dancer that's now getting started with her kind of feeling that pressure of like, I gotta have, you know, this body, this body build, abs, and this and that, like, what, what would you say to a younger dancer that's just getting started? Because you guys have experience now. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was gonna say, yeah, I would tell them, if you really feel like you need to do that for the sake of your job, do it and let me know how that works out. 
Because yeah. I feel like I'm not going to tell you don't do something because what I what I learned for myself as when I was a young dancer, the biggest teacher was experience. Mm. And I can so I can sit back and say, oh, I tried that, didn't like it. No, yeah. I tried this. This works. I don't mind doing this. No. I don't mind doing that. No. You know. Um. So I honestly would say, you know, if you really, if that's really what you want to do, that's really what you feel like you need to do, try it. Because mm. some people will say, like, you know, I know a lot of dancers that had weight issues, and they were like, oh yeah, they got down to like a good weight, and everybody they taking these pictures, and everybody's like, oh, you look good, you look good, you look good. I'm like. Since you look miserable, <laughs> you look miserable. I know you want to eat a cheeseburger. Yeah, eat that cheeseburger. Yeah. Eat that cheeseburger, baby. Just be happy. Be happy. Like I don't understand. Be happy. And dance is hard as it is. Exactly. It's, it's, it takes a lot of discipline, and I feel like if you're willing to put that much discipline into dancing, which is highly active, like mm-hmm. physically, mentally, yes. emotionally too, sometimes, yes. you know, spiritually, you know, listen, you not to say it. dedication into also working out, yes. you'll see the results that you want. I agree. Especially being young, you're not even really fully, fully developed. Yeah. So, like, really give yourself some time to. No, but I also, you need to just enjoy it and do it for yourself. It should be for a job. It should be for the industry. It should honestly be for yourself. No, and I I agree with you on that. But the reality is, like, people will be like, "Oh, well, I feel like if I work out more, I can get these jobs." That's why I always say, just that. just do that. Experience it. Yeah. They have that. That is an experience. Experience that. And let me know how that. Yeah, let me know how that works out yeah. for you. Because I know some people that will do it, and they and it works for them. Mm-hmm. And they'll they'll start like becoming that person, and that works for them. Yeah. That's great. I know other people where they'll start doing it, they'll be miserable. Yeah. It, I don't know which person you will be. Yeah. Give it a shot. Give it a whirl. Yeah. <laughs> Give your life. Give, yeah. Give it a whirl. I'm full. I always just say like everything's meant to be experienced. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. If that's something that you want to do, because at the end of the day, you can sit back and say, oh, you know what. I did that. Not my thing. Right. So you're not constantly beating yourself up when you're 45, 50, something. It's like, if I just disciplined myself and I just did that, because now it's like, no, I disciplined myself. I did it. Didn't like how I felt. Yeah. Don't want to do it. Okay, let's say, hypothetically, if you get a job and they say, okay, we want you to put on like 10 pounds a month. No. You would say no. No. You would say no. No. <laughs> 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 I would do it. You would do it. I mean, because actors do it. Yeah, I, I, I ten pounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think maybe because ten pounds. Yeah, depending on what it is. Depending on what it is. You know what? You have to get a little bit bigger, yeah. more cut. Why not? I don't see anything wrong with that. Ten pounds, yeah. Twenty. I mean, I think because my metabolism, my metabolism is very high. And I'm the firm, I'm just a firm believer. It's like, okay, 10 pounds, it's like, we really want you for the world. We want you specifically for the world. Yeah. Cool. 20 pounds, girl, I have plenty of girlfriends I can recommend you for. And I would gladly. I am not someone that's that beat for a check. I've seen some answers go from. I was probably like us to like, yeah. yeah. like and I know those girls who they like I know plenty of people I will ask around yeah. and I will give you that I will gladly pass that job on. That's I that's why I'm a firm believer in like every job you're not meant every job. Even oh, if the job comes your way, yeah. you're not meant for every job. You know what? Be a good person. Pass that job on because you're like, you know what, I actually know somebody yeah. that would eat this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's not me. Yeah. No. Boom. And then that, because that always comes back tenfold, and I've learned that. Isn't it nice to be on that side now, though? 
because yeah. I don't know for you in the beginning it was like I have to get every opportunity and it was like now it feels like okay I'm okay with like yes this was not for me yeah yes and no I will say that like yeah um in the beginning I was kind of like that but then I think for me because I was I came from two completely different worlds like I started out in the concert dance world and then I went to the hip hop world so you know, once I started doing more hip hop stuff, people would send me hip hop stuff. And they were like, oh yeah, like I need like, you know, Chris Brown type dancers, like popping, locking, baby. I do a mean pirouette. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know, do you like, <laughs> yeah, do you need that? You don't need that? And, and, I've done, and I've done that like for videos where it's like, oh yeah, and they'll see like a lot of stuff of videos of me doing like either hip hop or street jazz, and they'll be like, oh yeah, your street jazz, like, no, baby. And I'm like, but if you need a hip hop dancer, and I've definitely done that where I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll send you this person's Instagram, this person's Instagram, and I'm like, here, these are hip hop dancers. These people are the people that can give you what you want. Which I love that because there's so many people that would just, it would stop there. They yeah. wouldn't recommend anybody else. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, yeah. that's a beautiful thing to be like, okay, it's not right for me, but here's my other friends. I'll give yeah. them this opportunity. Listen, I'm, if you're my friend, I want us all to eat. Yeah. 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 Period. Yeah. What do you think it takes to be successful in LA as a Malibu dancer? Um, training. training. Number one. Yes. Train. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> training for sure. And um, knowing the, obviously knowing the right people and then working with the right people is yes. the thing. That's not being an opportunity. Yes. yes. But you know, like opening up the floor and being receptive and also like I, like earlier communicating like, yes you know hey I did a lot of stuff because I would reach out hey you need somebody for your carnival you need somebody for your eighth wonder you need like back in the day you know so mm -hmm. and when you start from there and just lend yourself you never know what somebody's going to do next they can hold the key to your next blessing so yeah. it's just like you know whatever you invest your time in just do it and, and make sure you, you're lending yourself to that experience fully yeah. And, um, what else? and I also say, I will also to piggyback on that, um, making sure that you are networking to the right people that match your energy. Because yes. that's a big thing where, you know, I always feel like certain people where I would try to network to them because I was like, oh yeah, this is a person, you know, they're booking all the jobs. But mm -hmm. when I would try to like speak to them, and I'm very much, I can be bubbly and I can have a lot to say, but if I'm if I feel like the energy's not right, I'm silent. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't want to be in an eight-hour rehearsal or be on a tour with these type of people right. that I feel like I would have to force a conversation. Right. So. And that's that fine line between opportunists mm -hmm. and someone that's generally letting it happen. Yeah. Because when you're okay. forcing it, it's like you're trying so hard. Some people can't really understand. Yeah. I see it all that. the time. But it's like yeah. if you're forcing the energy and it's not flowing naturally, yeah. then it comes off as like, like yes, let's go. Oh my God, everything. Uh, fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like, no, no, I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm listen, for a girl who gets me a job, I'll do a fire emoji too. <laughs> but. <laughs> But it's like, but sometimes it's just like you come out the gate doing that. Like I'm yeah. out the gate doing it. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. But like mm. people be just out the gate for the sake of doing it, and I'm like, mm, yeah, no, that just feels for it. And I think that's just me, just because I've you know, like 
you two yeah. have been in the industry for a while, so you're just yeah. like, like, I mean, you know, it's just like, if I'm going to get the job, I'm going to get the job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. And work outside the industry, too. Yes. Yeah. Find things to do outside of this. Don't let this be, like, your one-stop shop. Like, yes. you know, really try to navigate outside what this is. And finding friends that work in the industry, not just dancers. Mm-hmm. That has yes. helped me yes. out a lot. Yes. I have friends that are like producers and directors, and we're like, we'll go out and we'll like chill and stuff like that. And that has gotten me jobs. Mm-hmm. That's gotten my boyfriend jobs. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's just finding friends that, like, okay, well, you know, oh, I'm casting this or I'm casting that. Do you know someone? Do you know someone? And, you know, that's really where the connections are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not always people just think, oh, it has to be with choreographers. Yeah. 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 Or, yeah. No. And also, no. they're friends that are where they are. Yeah. Because you never know who's going to be the next one that pops off. No. Yeah. A lot of these dancers we've seen with choreographers that's been with them for 10 years, it's because they started with them at the very beginning. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they're loyal to them. Yeah. I think a lot of your dancers forget that. They're so focused on that person trying to get to them. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if you worry about what's in your circle, what's going to feed you later, yeah. that can go a long way as well. Don't worry about what you naturally do well. You know, I feel like uh, that was a big thing um, I had to learn for myself. Because I remember at one point in time, I was like, it was, I wanted to dance for a certain artist. And I was just like, I just want to dance with this person. I want to dance with this person. I want to be under this person. I want to be under this person. But every time I took that person's class, I looked crazy. And I was like, yeah. But it's like, you know, maybe that's just not it. And you have to be honest with yourself. No. And just no. be like, yeah, you know, like that's not, I, it ain't me. It's not, yeah. it ain't me. Like, it, it ain't me. You know what? I tried. I tried. I had the, that's what I said. And you had the experience. Yeah. I had but the you experience. Know, you also never know when that graphic is going to branch out and do something random. I agree. That fits for you. I agree. Yeah. Now, if you do something random that fits for me, no. watch my Instagram. Keep looking. Keep looking. Look that part. That part. <laughs> Because you may not be like going toward them, but like they could do something super fucking yeah. like commercial or something. I've like, seen, oh, yeah, I've seen plenty of main like uh, mainly like more masculine choreographers, and then they branch out, and then somebody wants something more feminine, mm-hmm. and they reach to their friends that can do feminine movement. Yeah, yeah. I see, especially now, like like you said, like Comprise. Oh, everybody wants to do feminine. Yeah. Everybody's joining the discussion man. Yeah. That's like yeah. yeah. I mean, so are you always pretty much busy around Pride? Yeah, and he was, oh God, just, yeah. I was about to say, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, but not even just in hills, but because like I feel like my feminine energy is very, very powerful. I think it's it's there's a difference between being gay and queer and feminine. Yes, I, I must, they don't always blend. I feel like we like, yeah. talk, talk about that more. Like, what does that mean for you? Like, uh, how's that different? I, because it's. We're emulating women, I feel, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. if you're feminine and gay. Yeah. So I feel like that's a totally different thing. Like, it's it's just this caricature. It's this whole, like, I don't know, attitude and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's always what a woman is. Yeah. I agree. I think, I think, which I feel like women in it, woman energy and feminine energy are two completely different things. I feel like there are men that, I mean, there are women and Especially now in this day and age, because there's feminine energy, there's masculine energy, yeah. and then there are men and women. Nice. And men and women can play on both. Right. 
I feel like they should be allowed to play them. And we all come from both. Yes, I agree. I agree. Do you feel like yeah? Do you feel like it's coming from you naturally? Yeah. It's not like you're trying to be a woman. It's just no. this is another part of it. I've been like this since I was a child. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I in my bathroom and like not trying to show like yeah. I'm inside mm-hmm. of myself, but it naturally always was yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. You know, so like super androgynous as a child. Like I had super long hair. People would mistake me as a girl. Mom. Uh-huh. You a boy, tell me you a boy. Like getting into it with people. Yeah, so it's just kind of always been there and it's something that's grown over the years that I've kind of like mm-hmm. been more reassured of and, yeah. and you know, allowed it to be a, a gift and a power. Okay. Yeah. I'm also curious, like we are black men mm-hmm. and I know my mom, she raised me, she like she wanted a strong, masculine man. Yeah. And like she always supported me and was always like, I love you just as you are. AKA you're gay. <laughs> like she was always supportive, but she it's this this black mom thing that we have towards men. Mm-hmm. And you guys fucking kind of dealt with that in your family, with your mom, and how you were raised? Um I would say I was actually raised by my dad. So what you're saying is probably times ten. <laughs> my dad was, I mean, you know, my dad, like, you know, he was very much, and he's from home, so he was very much like, oh, yeah. my son ain't gonna be no sissy. Like, that's why I started, my first sport was boxing mm-hmm. at three. <laughs> it was very, like, uber masculine, like, um, but the crazy thing about it is when I decided not to allow, like, myself, and then also being in a house full of guys, I was in a house full of nothing but boys. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was always a feminine one and I felt like when I allowed myself to just kind of embrace just that very early, like in high school, I think something broke to where they were kind of like, that's just him. That's just him. And you know, and I've never, and I hadn't had a problem. Like I came out when I was 16 and you know, my family, like, you know, my, you just went home and my, uh, my boyfriend and my dad was like, oh, come on, I'm gonna take a picture of both of y'all. Like, my dad's like, very much like, yeah, so. Yeah. It's important to love your kids regardless. <laughs> as it is, as it is, it's important. It really is. Because your kids can hold your blessings too. Exactly. Your kids can hold your blessings too. That's true. We got to be home. We got to be home. But that's why my brother's still at home. Maybe. So my mom, I think in the beginning, she was like, but like, she also had gay friends. So. Yeah. But I, I, had, I had two gay cousins, like, too. Yeah, so it was like, she was like, but my son. Yeah. But I think parents get in their own head because they have this whole image of what your life should be because obviously you're the baby. So. Yeah, my dad, I mean, it's funny, like, her, you were talking about, I think my dad would have been okay where, like, you know, because where you were talking about, like, dancing in heels and, like, voguing and stuff like that. I didn't really have that experience, mainly just because, like, I started in ballet. And even in ballet, it was like, yo, you're a big, strong man. It doesn't matter what you do, yes. even though everybody was pretty much great. Most yeah, of you get it. But they were like, how you present yourself? You were a strong man. You were a strong man. So, like, I always, the older I got, I've had so much more respect for people that could just kind of, like, naturally live in, like, their feminine energy. And... I think it's very sexy for someone oh, yeah, to like sexy. be like really, really embrace both sides. Yeah. Of them. Yeah. But do you feel like that's something that you like? That's what I'm trying to say is for me, I've, I kind of gravitate towards the masculine energy. Like I'm a gay man, but oh. I 
when I move, I definitely move more masculine. Yeah. I, I will move feminine sometimes mm-hmm. when I program for a female, but most of my energy, like movement, goes towards masculine. So, um, I think for me, just because I'm naturally like I have long limbs, so people associate like long limbs with like mm-hmm. feminine and like lines and lines are like feminine. So, I would say kind of, but like I wouldn't say that I like. I can dance feminine. I feel like I dance more on the feminine side, but I'm not like, oh, I dance like I yeah. dance feminine. I don't know. You know, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, I, just, I, just, I gotta sit with that one. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like it has to be a part of you naturally because it can look when masculine men try to dance feminine, it looks a little off. It just looks oh, less like too but, but, but I was just about to say yeah. the same thing, yeah. like vice versa. Yeah. Yes. You know, um, when yeah. And that, that was my, but that was also a big thing for me when I started dancing because, you know, when we started, everything was like, oh, you gotta dance like men. You gotta, like, I remember being in an audition oh and, God. you know, I made past the body part. I was like, ooh, all right, right. made past the body part. <laughs> then we started dancing and, like, the, it was like for a female rapper. Mm-hmm. And um, we started dancing and the curse was like, nah, some of y'all need to dance like men. Y'all need to dance like men. I was like, I'm getting cut. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm mean, because I'm like I don't see the point in really trying to fight and appear some like something that I natu- that naturally doesn't execute out of my yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm all for you know giving it like you know okay I can present that, but if you want me to just like really be this type of dancer, mm-hmm. I'm not that type of dancer right. because I don't have that type of dancer's experience, and I'm not we're just all different dancers. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm just like I'm gonna get cut. Did you have um, male instructors at like ballet? Predominantly male instructors. Oh, really? I went from concerts to commercial. Yeah, uh, but I had female instructors. We had female instructors, but like you know, I um I feel like I was lucky enough to where where I started my training mainly at uh, Dance Theater of Harlem and Alvin Ailey. So there were predominantly male dancers. You know, I really had really great um, people to look up to. Yeah. So I'm not just trying to think, but I don't think I've ever had a male ballet teacher. Really? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. like, as a matter of fact, one of my first ballet teachers in D.C., um, he passed on now. Uh, his name was Fabian Barnes. But, yeah, he was a male dancer. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's, I wish I would have that. Yeah. Because, you know, you can't, there's certain moves that you know, women really can't. You know, yeah, that's and then and then she could just sort of like, oh yeah, be masculine. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah. girl, you first. It's like, <laughs> you're not giving me no like blueprint, no picture, of, like how to be. So yeah. So what's next for you two? What's what's the? <laughs> are you still wanting to dance? Are you what's 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 next for you? You know it's crazy because I've been like really battling that as of late. Just getting older, I think, and navigating. We're evolving. Evolving. Mm-hmm. But um, movement direction, movement coaching is something that I've been really, really, really um, putting my foot in as of lately. I've done it in the past, but I've never really took it like super seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm what still the, dance. What is that for like people that don't Movement direction. I, it's not choreographing, but it's more so like helping people find those organic ways on set to move. And I, it expands beyond dance. Like yeah. actors needed some time, some models needed it. So I want to like go to a broader audience and get outside of dance as well. So that's more my goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a market for that. There's a huge yeah. market. Yeah, huge market. But are you just wanting to work with artists, and models, people? Oh, whoever needs it. Listen, 
If you're kind, you have a vision. Yeah. I'm big on kindness. I'm big yes. on just like you know, really good energy. Yeah. Um, it's, sometimes it's not always about the money, but I want to treat myself fairly, and I want you to treat me fairly too. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just I just like to create art. Yeah. You know? I love that. I want to touch on that part where you said you're in a transition. Cause I feel like I'm in that place where now I'm letting go of the dancer yeah. and starting to, stepping into the creator. Mm-hmm. So how has that been? That's it's like been a whole it's, it's like process. Just, yeah, it's been a process. Yeah. I mean, it's it's great. I think when you're making the transition transition of any sort, it's kind of like scary because it's unknown. You yeah. don't know how it's gonna go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I've been blessed to have support and yeah. and a reminder that and reassurance that like you can do it. You yeah. can do it. Like. Bitch, I'm qualified. I've been working. Wait, so, what is that? It's, that's what? so crazy that you said that because, like, I was so like so. I'm for the first time doing like choreography session on Thursday, mm-hmm. and it, everybody kept asking me. They're like, "Why don't you teach? Like, why don't you teach? Like, you like?" And, and I was just like, "I never felt like I was ready. I felt like I had so much more to do, or I needed more of my what resume." And I I started thinking about that yeah. this week. I'm like, "What is that?" Yeah. I mean, because like I have the training. I have the resume, you know, like, and it's so crazy that even with me, you know, with you guys doing two Super Bowls back to back, I still felt like I was already. And I was like, well, I don't I think that's that dancer mindset. Like, we have to be perfect because, yeah. especially coming from a ballet world, like, you have to try for perfection. Yeah. So it's like you feel like you're never ready. I know for me, like, what recently just helped me, I was listening to Lorianne Gibson's book. And she was talking about her transition of letting go from a dancer to stepping into a choreographer. And I was like, wow, like it really hit because I've never heard it from like an actual choreographer or creative director. Working choreographer. Working. (laughs) Like she was like, it was just time to evolve and like it was a natural progression. Mm -hmm. Not everybody, not every dancer turns into a choreographer Mm -hmm. or a movement coach or a creative director. It has to be a calling, it has to be time. Or a teacher. Yeah. Say that. Yes. <laughs> Please don't force it. Like that is you're supposed to move to something yeah. else. And, and I think, um, you know, um, for me, you know, very similar where I'm getting out of that. As you guys are in that space of getting out of that uh, dancer's boat. Like, yeah, I still have the things that I want to knock out, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, great. But you know, I definitely want to start going more into like assisting choreographers, creative direction, and then even also like teaching as well. Yeah. Um, you know, cause I feel like with my experience, um, with everyone's experience, you feel like you have a unique experience. Okay. And then also that you can give some good gems to people that are trying to do what you have done and what you are currently doing. Yes. No shade. Don't be wrong. I still dance. I'm gonna be oh, yeah. The youngest is 18. So being around that energy and being like, oh, okay, well, shit, I can still, you know. Yeah. Listen, they be like, come on again, come on again. I'm ready. I'll be in that. 
outside the marketing I have learned the beauty of a mark and marking those arms to make sure they're placed. Because yeah, a full out mark and making sure it is placed where they need to be placed at the right time. Because I'm like, listen, 18 year old me would have been eager to go full out. I know I'm going full out. I'm going for double. Yeah, no, ready to go. You know. I would say 30 Pro Max rim shims. <laughs> 30 Pro Max rim shim. I know. It's like, yeah, you know. Yeah, it was like, listen, you were lucky to get me a back bed. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's a touch back on what it takes. Also, I would say um, take care of your body. Yes. Preserve yes. your body. Warm your body up just because you're young and you can do all these things. Just you can go out and drink and party and then get up two hours later. Promise you that will catch up to you. Will catch up to you is key. Yes, stretching is everything. Stretching, warming up. So I'm curious too, like. Do you feel like it's a generational thing? Because I feel like a lot of these kids are like just starting out. Like they're so bold. Don't step into a choreography like right away. Like they're not afraid to say like I'm ready to do choreography. I'm ready. I'm a choreographer. Like for us, we feel like are we there yet? But you already been ten years in the game. Yeah. Um, you know, you have that. I feel like like I I I feel indifferent about that because I like the confidence, but I'm also like we were taught like just general like etiquette, mm-hmm. and now. The general etiquette doesn't really get you anywhere because people can easily find you off of social media. And it's no longer this discover or you have to be in the room. It's like I can be dancing in Wisconsin and, you know, people like me or, you know, I get all these views. And then now, boom, I'm on tour with a major artist. You know, um, I feel like that's one of the things about so. And I am not against social media. I'm not one of those people that like, oh, I'm against social media. I'm against posting. I'm against this. That is where the and you have to evolve. That's one thing about an industry. You have to evolve with the industry. Yes. If that is where the industry is going, yeah. hey, guess what? Pack up the bags. That's where you gotta go to. Yeah. Um, I think there are ways to do it. Um, I feel like there is still. I'm just a firm believer of still having an etiquette of doing things. So yeah, you can be bold, but be bold when it's time to be bold. No one asks you right now, girl. It's that. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. <laughs> yeah, I think you also have to know your own calling. Mm-hmm. I think everybody just wants to be a craft because they want that power. Right. But like, some people are not dancers. Some people are choreographers. Like, and some people are not good with executing other people's vision. Yeah. yeah. So it's something that you only know for yourself, mm-hmm. but not because it's just a cool thing and you just want the power, you want the glory of being a choreographer. Right. Like, it's yeah. a reason why people it's, want to choreograph yeah, and you have a talent for it. Yeah, right. and yeah. people don't realize the glitz and glam of what we do fades very quickly. Yeah. It's fun, it's great, it's wonderful. That check has been spent, what's the next job? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you gotta understand, like, you know, you really have to be in it to because you really, I always say it's one of those things you really have to be in it because you love it. Yeah. You know, you can't do it like that, the fame of it, or, you know, like, yeah, no, that's gonna get old after a while. That's why you see, when you see people disappearing from social media, like, 
they had this big fame and they were coming from now all this content and doing this and doing that and then slowly like they're posting less and less and then boom you really, you don't see them and they just kind of fade into obscurity it is a long one mm-hmm. it's a marathon listen the journey not the destination yep. <laughs> so it's a fishbowl week a question okay. and we answer a question so Okay. Okay, I can see. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I'm nervous. <laughs> There's like three. <laughs> oh, 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 I was like, is this? Okay. So we can answer Beach's everyone's questions. Okay. Yeah. Um, what does success mean to you? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to you? Oh, I thought y'all was. <laughs> okay. What does it mean to you? Um, Success to me right now, um, it feels like security. It feels like happiness. It feels like, uh, yeah, right now that's what it feels like for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What about you? What's your um, success for me means waking up every day looking in the mirror and knowing that. I am going to do my best and actually executing that that day. Um, and that's with career stuff, with my relationship, with my family, with life. Um, just even when it's like, listen, you're going to do your best and you just got out of bed today. And you in all of the things that you're worried about and all of your anxiety, no. you just got out of bed today. No. Hey, today was successful. Yeah. <laughs> I think my definition is how happy you are, because I've, you can get whatever job in the world and you know the biggest jobs, and you're not happy. Yeah. What does it matter? Yeah. yeah. Some of the happiest. I mean, some of the most, most successful people are unhappy. Uh, unhappy. Yeah. Unhappy. yeah. What's your question? Hmm. Okay. If you weren't a dancer, what would you be? Ooh, that is a very, very good question. If I were not a dancer, what would I be? Um, I don't know, but I know I would definitely be still in the arts and entertainment, because that's just something I always gravitated to for as long as I can remember. So maybe just on the business side of it, um, like marketing or, you know, like I like bringing things, like I like visuals and bringing things into like whatever's in my head, bringing it out. So I would, um, I would say, yeah, it's like something, I don't know exactly what it is, but it would be something still in arts. Mm. Okay. What about you? Um, I've actually taken breaks from working in the industry because I'm like, I've had enough. Yeah. Um, I've worked in retail, I've worked in the oil industry for five years. Um, nice. But at this point, something always brings me back. Yeah. So it definitely would be something, <laughs> something artistic. Um, I've been myself to so much now beyond dance, so like maybe music or acting or something like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I think I would be a, a filmmaker. Just the arts, yeah. I love that. I see that. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. So, speak it to us. That's the transition. That's the transition. Yeah, transition. Okay, 
what's something you would tell your younger self? That could be the dancer, that could be just you as a human. What would you tell your younger self? Everything's gonna be okay. Mm. And don't be afraid to be yourself. Because I feel like I used to hide mm. who I really was a lot. So, yeah, everything's gonna be okay. Yes. Yeah. You being you is gonna get you anything that you want. Everything that you want. You being you is gonna get you everything that you want. I think I always felt like I had to change myself. Um, when I was younger, like I was like, oh, I wish I wasn't so skinny. I wish I wasn't, you know, I wish I had lighter skin. That's a whole nother conversation. Um, I wish I was more masculine. I wish I was this, I wish I was that. And everything I ever wanted in the end goal, the stuff that I have received was from just me being me. You know, um, I think that, that is, I think that's the one thing I would tell them. I feel that. Um, I think I would tell myself hmm, to be kinder to yourself. Mm -hmm. I feel like we, we, as a society we tell ourselves we can just beat up on yourself and not to speak kindness to yourself. Mm. I think that's a big one for me. Yeah. I didn't even realize I was doing it until I woke up, I woke up and I was like, oh shit, I'm doing that to myself? Like, wow. Mm -hmm. So especially being in this industry, like, yeah. Yeah. I thought I, when I first got here, I thought I'd be trying to eat myself up for a day, like, damn, you missed this one move, you didn't get this, you didn't that. Like, the mental health of it all, like that, especially the young dancer who has a dream. Be kinder, chill out. Mm -hmm. It's okay. You go home, get it. You don't get yeah. a damn job, man. Right, yeah. like, it's okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, friends. Yeah, thank oh, you. Thank you. Oh, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, yes. I love it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you to my guests. Please subscribe, join the conversation, tell me your thoughts on today's episode, and thank you for watching. Till next time. Peace. <laughs>